0: You thought, we thought, there were too many Wolverines last week.
1: Apparently, you can never have enough Wolverines.
0: You get you multiply that number by X, and then you get how many Wolverines we got. That this. was
1: so lame. <laughs> you can multiply that number by X. We
0: got four Wolverines in the one, and and five if you count little Logan in the in the little bottom corner.
1: <laughs> but you also have. You also have Infinity Comics of Wolverines. That's and, so many! And, and just Wolverines inside the Wolverines. Welcome to the Ex-Wife Podcast. I'm Alicia.
0: And I'm Justin Wolverine.
1: No, you're not.
0: I can be, if I wanted to be. No. Mm-hmm. Yay! What are we talking about today? We've got
1: two different Infini- Infinity Comics. We've got Life of Wolverine. Mm-hmm. We've got the X-Men Unlimited Infinity comic, and then we've got X-Deaths of Wolverine number three.
0: Just a little bit of Wolverine in every bit that you bite. If you know? felt
1: like, you know, I really loved all that Wolverine last week and I was afraid I was never going to get that again. Well, your, your problems have disappeared.
0: Right. Don't worry. We got you covered. Marvel's got you covered. I, I wonder if when they were planning for the follow-up to the first Infinity comic, that they didn't look at where it would be coming out in relation to all of the other Wolverine.
1: No, they don't care. They like, like Wolverine all the time, baby. Yeah.
0: Late February, early March? No, we don't we don't have anything Wolverine going on. We got plenty of runway for you.
1: Distract yourself with Wolverine in all the Wolverine forms.
0: Well, have you tried little Wolverine?
1: <laughs> have you tried spicy female Wolverine?
0: <laughs> hey, I, I really struggled for news today.
1: Oh, there's news, though.
0: There is news. I, I got two things. I got two things I pulled out.
1: Action figure news. Yeah. Uh,
0: were you looking at my notes?
1: No, I saw it on Instagram. Oh.
0: The animated series Storm. So the Hasbro Pulse has been doing this animated series line of yes, yes, action figures. And they revealed Aurora Monroe Storm.
1: These are the ones in the VHS boxes. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I just... Ryan in marketing got everyone's hopes up when he revealed that people have been asking for more female action figures and the way he said it, he just teasing everyone with that idea of morph being there somewhere for us in the future.
1: That ain't right. He better be dropping a nugget of truth.
0: Yeah. Morph being on the way. We need it. We want it. We got to have it.
1: But also in the sense of more female action figures, there were two females, correct? I think there were two. I think I saw Michelle post something like, two females in one announcement.
0: There was a wave Marvel Universe more broadly wave, one of them being Madam Hydra.
1: Ah, cool.
0: And then the other one being Quake.
1: I don't know who that is, but... She's
0: an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. And she also has a swappable head with Maria Hill. Oh, cool. Which I thought was kind of cool.
1: That is cool. Goes
0: great with my new shield troops that I got in last week, (laughs) along with my scrolls. There's an invasion happening. (laughs) Watch out. And the other thing, there were like five pages of preview art for the upcoming Marauders number one.
1: Oh, man. Oh, man. It's beautiful. I mean, I cannot wait for Marauders number one, but I do not want to see that preview art.
0: There's no words, though.
1: I know, but still, I just like to be surprised. I don't like the preview.
0: Fake surprise. Ooh, wow. I, I'd be surprised when I see the preview. Ooh, wow. I they wasn't like, expecting that. I
1: feel like the covers are preview enough.
0: That's true. That's true. The
1: cover reveals are like the trailers for me, you know?
0: I like that. And then, and then what don't are the, show
1: what, me the deleted scenes. What
0: about the movie trailers? The, the trailers themselves? Or the video, the comic trailers that yeah, they make? Yeah, but
1: that's okay. That's fine. They're not going to make one of those for Marauders.
0: Maybe. They did one for X-Lives. as a big event. They, they did one for did... Inferno.
1: If they do one for Marauders, I will, like, do something that I don't like to do just to prove, like, I don't know, you won something. All right. They're not going to do one for Marauders. I'm going
0: to email Steve Orlando and be like, hey, how do we get one of those comic trailers for Marauders? I don't know
1: what I just set myself up for, but don't do it, Steve. Don't do it.
0: Hey, well, let's not not talk about swaying public opinion just yet. Let's talk about comics because that's what we're here for. That's what you're here for. That's what I'm here for.
1: Camics. All right, what are we starting with? You want to start with that Wolverine timeline? No. No?
0: I-, <laughs> I want to start with X-Men Unlimited.
1: X-Men Unlimited. Another Wolverine story, but not the
0: same. Not the same. I really like this one, though. I really like the story. It-, it Honestly, it made me excited about where it's going and what else is going to be a part of it.
1: Yeah, this is a good story. It's nice to loop back to the original start of this whole thing, too. And just kind of dig deeper into the mystery of it all.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of the mystery of it all, right, we had that unknown person at the end of last episode, last issue. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all, all four of them are now in the Blackbird flying high above, getting to know and making introductions to Maddie, a yeah, mutant. Yeah, Maddie. Who actually, this is not her first appearance. She is an already existing character. What? Yeah. How
1: do you know this?
0: Well, shout out to House of X. They mentioned it. They caught that in their episode last week.
1: They're so good like that.
0: And also, I looked her up.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So what do you know about this, Maddie?
0: She first appeared in Deadpool versus Old Man Logan number one. Okay. And she has the ability to teleport, kind of, a teleportation of sorts.
1: So that's why she is gone. At oh. the end of this.
0: Whoa, spoiler alert.
1: <laughs> whoa They probably already read it.
0: <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, so so she came. Okay, but
1: if you didn't read the comics and you came to this podcast, you That's came your fault. for spoilers. You know you, you, know, 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 here you know we were gonna do it.
0: Right. You maybe don't have Marvel Unlimited and you're like, oh yeah, I gotta hear about it. But the way that it teleports other people, it like rips their insides out. On the other side, unless they have like in in vulnerability or super durability. And that's how her dad died.
1: That's a lot. What? That's how her dad. Di- so she killed her dad. She was like, yo, dad, let's teleport. And then he was just dead.
0: Yeah. That's yeah.
1: horrible. That's horrific.
0: Gives new meaning to this panel. My parents are dead. I'm on my own. Oh, my God. Sad face. Sad face. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But we were not talk about happy faces. Let's look at that beautiful warlock scroller. Oh,
1: oh warlock, how I love you so, you quirky little weirdo. He's so
0: goofy. I, I do I love the the well used long scrollers, and I feel like Declan has done these a lot in his work.
1: They're really it's really beautiful.
0: So we find the island, the aim island, and Wolverine's going in. He's going in checking it out.
1: He's, he's scoping the situation.
0: Back to the job.
1: On their Krakoa-like island.
0: Right, with pods full of mutants.
1: Oh, you mean like eggs?
0: Eggs, maybe.
1: Eggs.
0: But this is all a trap.
1: But not a trap for Logan.
0: Yeah, kind. I mean, kind of, but yeah, no, it's, it's more a trap for the Blackbird ahead of mm-hmm. him. All these pods are empty, as he finds out later on, throwing it off the side, vacant as... The aim agents take aim on the Blackbird. <laughs> I love, I love this panel, this long panel of Wolverine slicing through,
1: slicing through those beekeepers. Unless... Dun dun dun. Uh oh, the Blackbird's been hit.
0: May require a crash landing. Um, but where is Maddie? Maddie has disappeared.
1: <laughs> Warlock's like Guido, secure self, friend Maddie. Uh. Where is Maddie?
0: <laughs> Story and art by Declan Shalvey. Letters by Joe Sabino.
1: is Joe Sabino.
0: He's Joe Sabino. And he's part of
1: VCs.
0: <laughs> what did you think? Did you like this?
1: Yeah, I did. I liked it. It's interesting. Keeps you guessing.
0: I feel, and it feels like it doesn't have a formula. Like, you know, I, I enjoyed the Juggernaut vs. Deadpool, but they had... We were talking about it as we were going through it. It had a, a structure. It had a repeating formula in the sense.
1: I think that was the nature of that story and the way that Deadpool breaks the fourth wall and sort of a, reoccur- a reoccurring theme within Deadpool comics. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. What do I know? I don't read Deadpool comics.
0: You don't. I barely read X-Men comics. Barely barely let's talk about the bibliography of wolverine
1: the bibliography of wolverine i liked this one a little bit better i felt like it was a little less bibliographic
0: you know it's like we switch sides i i was saying that last week and here i am i was ready to jump on this as it's just a list of events it's just a story about stories
1: gotta keep it interesting you know gotta flip your perspective every week
0: it's it i still like it as a counterpoint to the event but it's just not that fun to read it's just like and then this happened and then this happened and then and and i i will harp on it again the most interesting thing about it is i'm like oh okay well what story would that be or how do i go and find that and and that's like a separate article
1: yes but that's not probably what it's not for you,
0: Justin. It's for me. Marvel made it for me. It's Jim for th- Zub made it for me. It's for
1: the people who need a, a general wash of Wolverine because they haven't been reading yeah. up until this point. Or no. they, they don't know the full history. So they need to get a little, and then this happened, and then this happened. It's so funny because I literally was saying those exact things
0: last week. And you were like,
1: no, I thought it was better. Now well, it was. Like, it was. It's,
0: it's the same now. Life is a weapon. Chapter 6. Just trying to get that anger under control is really our through line.
1: Just going through all the times that Wolverine was under the control of others and being used as a weapon without knowing he was being used as a weapon.
0: And a lot of the resulting effects, so the death of Itsu, the the theft and unknown to to Wolverine, the, the loss of his child, Daken, with Romulus.
1: I think that's the reason I liked it. Because I didn't know really the story of what happened with Dawkins. And it goes really into detail about sort of Dawkin's upbringing and and his relationship to Wolverine. And and that was something that I didn't know. And that also took the perspective of, though, another Wolverine still kind of telling you someone else's story, not just Logan's. That's
0: true how it intertwines, how it relates. I wonder if they'll... Tell the story of Laura and Gabby later mm, maybe. on.
1: Maybe. And then there's cool Logan yeah. with a blazer, an 80s blazer and a gun. Yeah. No claws, no mutant powers.
0: And we even get Team X and Omega Red. We're just hitting all the highlights relative to lives and deaths. I felt like this was very integrated into the story that we're reading in lives and deaths, especially lives, all, all of these points. And, and who knows? Maybe we we're still we're getting those later reveals Next, because we get the tease for Weapon X at the end of this Ooh, and I still are so I,
1: ready for Weapon X I
0: hold on to my prediction that that's going to be our, our life eight.
1: Well we'll find out next week.
0: Yeah we will Written by Jim Zub Art by Ramon Box. Color art by Java Tartaglia. Letters by Josephino again. VCs Josephino. Big old Josephino Come no. at ya
1: Okay well that's Infinity Comics folks Yeah it is so now it's time for those the real Ruggellas,
0: the Ruggella books. Well, I had one. I I was upset. I know because I was teased with two last week. I saw and it was like, "Oh yeah, X Men Devil's Reign is coming out this week," and it didn't.
1: It didn't. But I I really could have used some Emma Emma Frost in my life. We could all. We could, miss all. Her. We I could miss all use her.
0: Emma Frost in our lives. Like I
1: do love this series or this. Um, Arc that's happening with the weeks of Wolverine, but I do miss some of the other stuff. But I know they have to take a break once in a while, right? Everybody needs a break,
0: right? It's true. And Except for
1: Ben Percy, apparently.
0: No, he's just <laughs> he he had another series debut on Wednesday, Ghost Rider, number one. Oh wow! Written by Ben.
1: What a busy, busy bee you are, Ben. Seriously. Seriously. All right. Well, let's talk about this cover.
0: Technogan and the Snicks. <laughs> It's a little family band. I don't know why he gets to be the front man. I feel like maybe, No,
1: Gabby should be the front woman.
0: Uh that's a reckless band. That's I love it. I'm here like for it. it. But that's that's a crazy band.
1: I mean, she's right in the front. Yeah. Screaming it out. It's a dope cover though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. All right, you ready? You ready Always. To dive in. Page turn noise. Snick I
0: love the start of this exchange. It Just the character of Gabby and the way that she's playing off. It feels a little dismissive in the end for Laura to just be like, I got to go get to the treehouse. I got other things to do. It's a
1: very older sister of her.
0: Uh, Yeah, but also just it feels a little off to me. But I'm here for it. I love it because of how much I love Gabby's representation here. I love Gabby. Let's go for it.
1: She's amazing. Yeah. She's so sassy all the time. And like, I don't know, sassy in like a... I roll around in the dirt and I don't care kind of way. Like not like.
0: Like a tomboy little sister that looks. Yeah, right.
1: Spunky. Spunky. That's a better word. Spunky.
0: But wait. Charles.
1: Charles is here.
0: So I I was going through this mentally, primarily because you can see it here a little bit in that bottom panel. But just trying to piece together last issue of Lives, we got a little more insight into the how of this whole fracas, this whole trip Frucus. on both sides. So specifically, we got a lot more information on the Charles, Gene, Logan side. Mm-hmm. But Gene seems to be filling in Rachel's place from the original Days of Future Past comic. And, and Logan is in Kitty's place. So Jean is using her powers to send his consciousness back in time. Mm. And then Charles is using Cerebro to connect with the overall network of Cerebro and the sword to spy on Mikhail's plans. And that, that's still the part that we don't entirely yeah, know. Yeah, that,
1: that part doesn't really make sense. I'm going to stab you into the past. Speaking of things that don't make sense, slight tangent. In the movie, Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. Kitty is the one sending yeah. him back.
0: Yeah, well, that's bananas, baloney, but garbage. she
1: doesn't have any... How is she... I know we've been over this before, but suddenly it's really hitting me that that makes absolutely no sense.
0: Because well, you're seeing it in contrast to where it, it potentially makes some sense. She is essentially phasing his brain into the past.
1: But she can't phase through time, can she?
0: You know, they they very quickly establish that that is an evolution of her power at the beginning of the movie. And and I say this loving Days of Future Past the movie primarily because I love the comic, but also just what it achieved in connecting the two disparate franchises. But it's a it's a problem.
1: That's a problem. That doesn't make any sense. All right, well, anyway. But,
0: anyway, Wolverine laying on that table, wearing the Cerebro helmet, potentially to feed information to him or, or somehow interface with Gene. It's like the two of them... Gene and Charles are connected through Wolverine, each using their telepathy in different ways to guide mm. the team on this journey.
1: Well, Gene is inside Wolverine's head, and then Wolverine and Charles are both wearing Cerebro helmets so they can be connected through the Cerebro network.
0: Well, so that's the the question. is like, how how does a Cerebro helmet work on a non-telepath?
1: Well, that how did Hope use it, right? It has well, to have that, some... Yeah, there has
0: to be... That was... Uh, loosely explained away that you know, there must have been a telepath somewhere on the island uh, that she was thinking who with
1: explained it
0: the editor of the x-line
1: uh, <laughs> yeah no it's not a well, satisfying then, explanation gene is making it so logan can use it the yeah, there
0: you go there you go but there you still, go whatever. suspend
1: your disbelief malarkey
0: all that to say is somehow charles is able to pause their their time stream jaunt and reach out to laura with this mission and and not only that but Logan's time mission is a secret that nobody knows about. And even Charles won't disclose at this time. He's like, hey, I I need you to do something.
1: Logan can't do it. You got to do it. And
0: I can't tell you why.
1: And then Gabby's like, hey, secret mission.
0: I want to join. Can I come? I, I love this panel so much. I just love the look of her and the way she comes in she like tears through the jungle. Like, ah, oh, it's so cool.
1: This panel just makes me want to be able to convince our niece Gabby to cosplay as Gabby. She like kind of looks like her too. She, yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, it's, I just could look at that and I'd be like, that could be Gabby. Like, yeah. our Gabby. <laughs> that could be our Gabby. She kind of likes comics. Maybe we could get her into it.
0: I showed her a picture of Gabby Kinney at Kids Week last year. And she was like, oh, that's She was cool. like,
1: cool. I don't care. Yeah, I don't,
0: I don't care that much. <laughs> that's cool though.
1: All right, title page: Do
0: or Die. Written by Benjamin Percy, art by Federico Vicentini, color art by DiGio Lima, letters and design by Cory Pettit. VCs, Corey Pettit. Hey, Cory Pettit, stepping it up into the design realm <laughs> as an independent man, working for VCs, but he's the own person.
1: Okay, all right, well, that's fine.
0: Ah, time to come across an epiphany, reach an epiphany. Is that? What, I don't know. What's
1: the phrase? Have an epiphany. Have an epiphany.
0: Not now. I have to launch. I'm a businessman with business plans.
1: But I'm the CIA, and I'm telling you someone's here to hunt you down. No. No, I don't
0: care. No, I got stuff to do. I got my tea. I got my assistant. CIA is I'm wearing my headset. You know, five million people watching? Can't do that. Gotta go. And then on the outside- Ooh, I love I love the art on this page. I love the art in general. I think yes. it adds a really cool contrast and style to the lives book. Mm. But this page in particular, I don't know why. I just love the the eyes of Dolores transitioning you to the outside perspective. You even see the helicopter on the helipad. Oh yeah, wow, that's gonna use. come back later. And and just seeing these punch-in shots of the different action and the the motion of the, the tire and the room and the all the agents freaking out as this cop car barrels into the location.
1: It does a really nice job of building the suspense of the moment, of being unsure, like, what's going on? And then your brain has to put all the f- pieces back together, like, oh, yeah, the last time we saw technogan he was stealing a cop car.
0: Right, now he's technogan time cop. We <laughs> thought Wolverine and Lives was the time cop, but now this is the time cop. They're both the time Cop, slashing through time, copping oh, around. goodness
1: gravy. Oh, goodness gravy. Well anyway, Technogen has arrived and uh your conference is uh not going to happen, sir.
0: Nope. Failure to launch. Not happening. No good.
1: This is insane. He says, This is insane, as if he had no idea something like yeah, this almost, could happen. It's
0: almost like all these agents with guns told you, Hey, maybe don't do the thing.
1: Dolores is so angry at her little face in that in that panel. The bot second to the bottom.
0: Getting <laughs> sick and like, tired of this baloney. I
1: told you what I tell you.
0: I love this Moira voiceover. We really get a a dive into what she's thinking, what she's seeing and observing. So I observed the phalanx patterning in his costume and claws. The history, my history is the future after all. The mutants have failed every time against the humans, against AI, and every time I've bailed them out. But something has changed. I'm no longer their savior. I'm their Judas. They've sent an assassin from the future to end me, which must mean I'm responsible for ending them. That's the first, like, indication as to who Technogon is.
1: Yeah, and can we also just add in that she says that this gives her hope. This gives her hope for what, Moira, that you're going to create the cure, you little evil pants?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it gives me hope that, you know, that whatever I'm doing works i do want to call out on this last page this last panel before the data page moira hanging underneath the helicopter as it takes off and flies across california she got one arm she got strong legs Ah, all right but no i don't know strong legs strong core i feel like i have to draw the line here on skills that she may have obtained in a previous life
1: you don't know. She was living a whole life with Apocalypse. That's okay? true. Crazy yeah. things could happen. Apocalypse
0: doesn't need helicopters.
1: But strength.
0: Yeah, that's true. Only the strong.
1: Exactly.
0: I'll oh, check out that data page. Dolores D- D- Ramirez D- page. on the X desk. Just tra- tracking Moira, right? Watching her movements.
1: Tracking her actions.
0: This is the description of Moira's bait and trap here that she references later on. That the Exodisc acknowledges, but still falls right into it.
1: Can't possibly be for them. No, we're They're the, the CIA.
0: We got everything on our sites. Hanging out at Arnab Shakladar's fancy mountain house.
1: He goes from just a regular guy going home to a hostage in his own home.
0: Yeah, I, I say it all the time. Percy does a great job at writing stories that make me think I'm in an action movie mm-hmm. and he's adding in more and more sci-fi elements with the time traveling consciousness and everything with that we'll see in the next couple pages that I don't want to say until we get there, but
1: no spoilers until the spoilers.
0: <laughs> but it's just, it just makes this feel like it has a different energy to it. It doesn't necessarily feel like a superhero book. It feels like a, a sci-fi action thriller.
1: Mm. Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: And I'm glad that Moira looks different now. I, I think I mentioned it in the last issue of Deaths, thinking about her in a different way. Like that goes so much further that I can see her and not think, "Oh no, that's not that's not the Human Science Lady that I've known and loved all these years." But this it is, is this is a timeline terrorist.
1: This is the Human Science Lady. She's the same.
0: Her and Arnab planning their evil diabolical whatever it is that they're up to but first let's watch some news it's
1: very important we've got to watch the news and she's the way she says we're going to win because we've already won yeah and i mean you don't know that though moira like yeah you won in whatever future technogan came from but now that he's back here Everything could change, but
0: but also we're not in that future, we're not in that life anymore because of Omega's involvement, or or are right. we? Is Honestly, that is that before or after? Even,
1: can we even understand it? Yeah,
0: I think this is still Life Ten B. If we're, if we're so counting it do all together, so do you
1: think Technogin? Spoiler: No spoilers is from Ten A, Ten A.
0: No, I think he's from Ten B.
1: Interesting.
0: I think that, and I've said this before when we we're talking about Inferno. I think. Moira's cure development comes from her thinking that they're failing because of Omega coming back, because of Omega coming back, creating Orcus much earlier and all of the things that kind of domino from there. I feel like that's what made her bail on the and that's what why she feels this kind of I was a part of them, but now I'm not. there's some more to that later on but first we go we got the family band on the stage
1: fight 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 fight
0: really dope action pages i love them the full wolverine family gathers together on stage
1: so much motion yeah so much drama
0: it's the blurry arms and claw movements adding a nice touch
1: so many great facial expressions
0: and i just i i love how it hits you with docken talking about hey old man you know and, and figuring out, but the way you fight, the way you speak, the way you smell, That's it's what I was really say. you. Smells like a
1: Wolverine. Smells like a Logan. Smells,
0: smells like a dad. Smells like a
1: real Logan to me. Smells like a dad. You smell like my dad.
0: Isn't it, dad? He snacks his claws away.
1: He's like, hold up. Let me tell you all something.
0: Hold up. Let me get a real sad face for a I minute.
1: I know how each of you. Dies.
0: This These pages, I mean, it's kind of teased up in the last couple of pages as to this twist, but no one was expecting this. Technogon is a good guy. Technogon is the the guy that we all want to root for now. Moira's is the, I mean, we all knew Moira was the villain, sure. But there's no redeeming her now. She is right. full-on villain.
1: But here's something else that's confusing. So Technogon, right now, he's saying, I've seen how you all die. I'm from your future. But he's also from the past because of the egg that he came in being from the past.
0: Right. But, you know, he is technically some kind of techno organic material. Is that why he's able to travel? That, that'll that be something that hopefully we'll get a reveal on in the last two issues. If I
1: don't get an answer for that, I'm going to be P... Oh, I feel like
0: there's a lot of questions surrounding the whole time travel of it all.
1: I'd like written documentation of how time travel works in this story.
0: Because what I mean, are the rules as if if you're going to follow precedent of Inferno creates alternate timelines, unless unless it's not doing enough. You know, there was the one I think it was the last issue of Lives where Wolverine was recounting, is this why Romulus comes back? Is it because of this fight and because of how it happens right now.
1: Right. Well, that's the ever standing question of time travel is like, did the things in your life happen? Like, if someone time travels, did they already cut? Like, are they inevitably causing what's happened? Like, let's take Harry Potter as a perfect example. Okay. So, in Harry Potter, in the scene where he there's this giant Patronus that's cast he's like I think I saw my dad cast the Patronus but it wasn't his dad it was him and Hermione using the time turner the whole time right so
0: in that essence it's a loop right so it's it's him having to return to a point to be at that point that he needs him to be and then the cyclical
1: but he didn't even know that he was there the first until time.
0: later on right
1: and so that's time travel is confusing
0: <laughs> if that's if that's how you're time traveling where here it's established, basically, that if enough events, and it's kind of like what Endgame, if enough events happen, and even the TVA through Logie, if enough things happen to create a branch in the timeline that can kind of deviate events, which I guess you could chalk up some of the interactions between Logan and Omega Red that maybe they didn't deviate things far enough, enough to create an alternate timeline.
1: I don't think I'll ever fully understand time travel. Oh,
0: I love it. Speaking of time, we got our time terrorists.
1: They're hanging out in that homemade lab.
0: Yeah, is it, is this duo the next big ex villain? Yes. I mean, Moira already definitely is because she's a terrible garbage human. <laughs> but now she's sucked Ar- Arnab into it. Who I don't even know. Well, clearly
1: his future is already to be a villain. To be a villain. Right?
0: Maybe, or he, she's just using him for his technology and getting to what she wants. This. Perfection of a machine that would allow for a mental upload, guaranteeing my 11th life. Wait, what? Yeah.
1: Let me read that again. This would build up. How did I miss that the first time I read this?
0: I don't know. I don't know, but this is...
1: That did not process in my brain.
0: Honestly, this is all she's ever been after is just her own survival. It's her own perseverance. huge.
1: So she's going to live her 11th life as a robot?
0: As a techno organic species, perhaps she's
1: gonna go from hating robots, hating machines and loving mutants. I mean, if you look to loving machines and hating mutants.
0: If you look at it, really it's just her loving herself and and trying (laughs) to find the way that gets her to be the most herself for the longest amount of time. Kind of. You know, she Mm -hmm. at at this point she just kind of hates everyone depending on what life you're in.
1: What is this robot that he has?
0: Yeah, this, yeah the robot that he just has lying around that he first attaches the arm to her to replace her missing phalanx arm. But then they talk about uploading her consciousness to this machine in some way, playing God, perhaps.
1: That is uncomfortable. The most
0: promising version of the future is a symbiosis, not artificial intelligence, but augmented intelligence. I am human and I am robot. This homo novissima, right? But
1: didn't she learn anything from her own futures that that doesn't work?
0: It, it depends on what you're trying to preserve, right? I guess. If, if she's just trying to preserve her experiences, her intelligence, then this this works. This, you know, she is now effectively a human. So she can be absorbed into the phalanx consciousness, into the, the big... Ball of cloudy circuitry. She's
1: such a hypocrite. Oh yeah, she's such a hypocrite. It is a it's lot infuriating. of infuriating, yeah,
0: right? I mean, there's a lot of anger here that seems misplaced, especially because we know how she's been up to her own dirty tricks the whole time. Yeah. But the thing to consider, she still doesn't know about Omega Sentinel, regardless of
1: that she time traveled.
0: Right. Like right. she knows that she, Omega Sentinel exists, but she has no idea that that is a particular player in this life. I don't know. If Omega Sentinel knows the importance of Moira right, to the mutants unless winning.
1: Unless it was revealed in the future. How would she know?
0: Right. Right. Because she's been just hanging out in that no place for who even knows how long mm-hmm. she would have stayed there if we stayed in Life 10A.
1: Yeah. If she didn't get all evil on us. Forever is where I live. I tried to take you all with me. You chose not to come.
0: I was trying to be nice. Moira McTagger. And y'all had to be jerks and try and kill me just because I was going off and potentially curing your species from ever existing <laughs> again. Wiping you out. Well, I mean, that that's part of the initial conversation of the phalanx, right? They can't assimilate mutant. Mm-hmm. They can only assimilate human. And is that why she was developing well, the somehow cure? somehow
1: they can do something.
0: Well, yeah, right. They can merge. They can do a half merge with Logan.
1: Mm-hmm. maybe
0: a half merge with moira if that's what we're led to believe is right here
1: oh yeah on this page in which you think it is the end because we got that little quote page but it's not because we're a millennium from now
0: the preserve but preserve your year 1000. 1000 a millennium from now the phalanx is ready to claim us the time for the ascendancy is here
1: this is very confusing to me, and I know you and I have had a side conversation about we this did. We, a little.
0: We, we cheated and we, we talked about comics before we talked about comics, and we
1: got a little we get a little spicy with each other. Well,
0: because we right, disagree
1: so strongly. We,
0: we disagree very strongly. So, Alicia, you believe that this is
1: I okay. extended
0: cut of Life Six?
1: Yes, because he says I thought you were dead to Moira, so he Wolverine killed her in the habitat and then to get her to be gone before she's assimilated with the phalanx because they know the phalanx is coming.
0: Right, but the phalanx was already there at that point. So she's coming in to say the phalanx is ready to claim us. The time for ascendancy is here. Also, if we're to know or to, to, to think how does her power work, we believe or we have been led to believe that if she dies, that resets the timeline. So if she had actually died in what we've seen in life six then he would just be there by himself
1: she also has crazy she's got one of these Technogan suits and she has crazy glowing eyes so epiphany is how they right. merge with the phalanx
0: right. right i mean that's that's how the breakthroughs that he's making or could be making are what help to integrate humans and machines she becomes the first homo novissima
1: also when did she steal cable's arm
0: or is that omega red omega sentinel's arm Mm. because that's got a blaster at the end
1: is she an omega sentinel now
0: maybe right how does that
1: what no
0: what this is crazy this is crazy so it's just it's just his surprise to see her i thought you were dead he thought she was dead. In my mind, he's thinking that she's dead from however long ago she maybe died because of what happened from running out of the, the no place. and
1: Or this version of Logan, who is not on the council, who didn't know anything about Moira being a mutant and being in the no place, thought she was dead way before Krakoa even happened. Right,
0: right. We don't even know how much he knows.
1: Just a very, very... Random side note, I just noticed that you put magic on my cosplay shelf. Oh, yeah. And I love it.
0: She's not staying there, but...
1: Well, she looks good. I think she should stay there. She can visit.
0: for for a long time no (laughs) anyway so so you still think that this is life six
1: i don't know what i think anymore i just think the fact that they're calling it year 1000 to me is like if it's a millennium from now why are they also calling it year 1000 why are they specifically referencing that thing from house of x
0: because a lot of the things that were introduced in house of x moira says throughout that event that these things come to pass regardless. So even if she kills the Trask bloodline, machines still rise and still find a way. So the thing her history is the future or you know, my past is their future. Whatever she said before this, unless they win, is what happens in the future. Yeah, this is this is like one of those inevitabilities. Unless somehow life 10 a the mutants are able to win because Moira didn't turn all villain.
1: Explain it to me, Benjamin Percy.
0: We're definitely going to have to get more information from here, but this is a wild time to speculate. So,
1: well, he did say we're going, but see, that's also the thing is, like, he said to me, "We're going back to the future." He said it in to me. He said it to us <laughs> right. in the interview. So then I was like, "Okay, we're going back to the future." So this is back to the future.
0: I don't know. I don't. I don't this know this just feels different than Life Six, and even just the way like this exchange. But how, it's like
1: such a callback oh, to, yeah, the, to the image of him stabbing
0: her. Oh, yeah. And somehow her killing him or trying to kill him actually merges him with Phalanx. Maybe we'll get some more information about that. Still vague as to where Technogan comes from. Right. And also how he gets back in the past in Krakoa.
1: <sighs> because that's the end of the story. Right. But a beginning of another story. Right. I this love is, this. Like It's like Campfire Dad. Like... You gather around, chillins. I'll
0: tell you a story about how I died after I watched y'all die. And now we're going to kill a lady.
1: I live for another millennia after y'all
0: die. So you think that the four of them are going to go and kill more now? Together? I
1: don't know, but they better stay involved.
0: Oh, yeah. You can't you can't just slow introduce the three of them and then be like, no, they're they're not really in the story. This is a team. This is a unit right now.
1: I also think it's interesting, you know, a lot of times... I think Laura and Logan are kind of paired as like their similarities and then Dokken and Gabby are like the others.
0: Well, I feel like Dokken has a lot of similarities to Logan and Gabby has a lot of similarities to Laura so that kind of
1: Well, yeah, but then just the- in this image, you know, Laura and Logan are wearing the suits and Dokken and Gabby have They're their wisp- hair their wispy wispily hairs. strewn in front
0: of their face. Side profiles. Strewn.
1: S- sw- I don't know. Krakoan. What is it?
0: War stories. Uh,
1: And then we have that terrifying Omega Wolverine. It's so creepy
0: looking. I hate it. What'd you think? give me nightmares. Big picture.
1: Great. Amazing. Wonderful. It gave me some nuggets of information. It was exciting, progressing the story forward, starting to pull different threads of things together.
0: I was talking to someone, uh, Eric, on Instagram, and it's like, one thing gets answered or or we get some more information and then just so many more questions at the end because, and and honestly I like that. It's the same, it's a similar feeling to house of X and powers 10. I don't feel like the scale was at as grand, but even now this feels like it's stepping larger in scale.
1: I totally agree. And I think the thing that, Bubbles in my brain is okay. How many more questions are you going to give me that I'm not going to get answers to? Because I really don't want to leave this feeling the same way that I felt at the end of House of X and Powers of 10 and not get any answers.
0: I feel like we're definitely going to have to get answers on the logistics of how things are working in this. You have four issues. You've kind of, this is the peak of questions. And then we're gonna get some fallout ramifications and we're gonna get some clarification on the story points that we're not a hundred percent on.
1: And do you think lives and deaths are ever gonna merge and like come, come across each other? I mean, they kind of did in this one in the sense that, hey, Logan's busy right now, so we need you to take care of this other thing, but well, that's it, really been the only and like when Technogan appeared, like that's been the only through line of the two is right. that he's arriving while Logan current logan is on this other journey
0: right and there's the concern of charles to see you know while he's on this mission and to have this show up is very concerning right but just no specifics on it
1: right and so then it's like is omega sentinel's appearance the cause of this shift or is it something that
0: i think it's logan does his domino effects in you know, the past i feel like it's it's Omega Sentinel's influence on how that affects Moira and what she does and where that leads Logan at the end. And then somehow he teams up with the phalanx and Krakoa and time travel. and,
1: Right. But what you had said earlier was like Omega Sentinel coming back in time is the thing that's shifted to make Moira shift into looking for the cure. But is it that or is it something that Logan is going to do in lives in the past? Something Maybe. that he interferes with
0: yeah maybe interesting
1: i'm just trying to think that, about how the two how these connect. two stories yeah. no, connect i, I would
0: i would love to see a connection point of some kind but yeah, i don't know where it is neither
1: me, me either what did you think
0: i really liked it i think that you know it was not it was not what i was expecting in a lot of ways <laughs> in Technogon and, and where he was going or what he has become. I'm
1: glad he's not a bad guy.
0: Well, it's interesting just the the feelings that we got when we first saw him looking for Moira in that, that scene as he's coming after, you know, like hunting her hat to notebook in the no place and mm-hmm. trying to get her scent as he's tearing through. And I just was not expecting that twist at all. I feel like it really doubled down on the whole Moira's a villain, which I'm not surprised to see that. I'm here for it. The extent that she was a villain. Okay. Wasn't seeing that, but I'm glad. (laughs) Here for it, for sure. But the Technogon is the hero that we didn't know all along.
1: It's always that. It's always Wolverine has to go and save the day by himself.
0: I'm a loner, but I got all my friends and family with me. I'm alone. What, all right, so I got some questions for you.
1: Okay, hit me.
0: My first question is, is Technogon the hero of the story we never knew?
1: Yes. I do think so. And and He's the last one left. He's the only hope for changing the past to save the future.
0: Right, because not even... How much do the other Wolverines even know, right? It, it, if right, you they think don't about know, it, like, anything. If you think about it, there's so much that various pockets of people don't know.
1: (gasps) Okay, I just thought of something. Why would they make it a point in this opening conversation between Gabby and Laura to bring up the vault if the vault is not going to have anything to do with this? Hmm. That's a very random point that hasn't really been touched upon aside from... um,
0: Well, It's been loosely referenced throughout X-Men, but yeah. Right,
1: right. But aside from it being referenced in in X-Men, that's what I was going to say, in like um, Sink's conversations and stuff like that. The only other time recently that I remember is in Inferno when Omega Red is talking and she says like, soon the children of the vault would come out, right?
0: Omega Sentinel, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, did I say Omega Red? Yeah. Oh, of course I There's did. There's too many Omegas. Too many Omegas. But yeah, Omega Sentinel is talking about that and she mentions the children of the vault coming out of the vault. So, that, you know, because I was like, okay, who would know anything to when you were saying like, what do they even know? And then I was like, well, maybe Laura knows a little bit because of the vault. And then it's like, why would they mention the vault if that's not going to play a role in well, this? Well, I feel
0: so the vault is coming with some different energy. The vault is post human as well in a in a way mm-hmm. so that's human upgrades not necessarily with technology though that's not necessarily an embracing of the machine state side yeah I feel like I feel like the vaults is the long game the vault and the phalanx and, and even we're getting some phalanx teases but that's all the that big long game and we, we got those teases in inferno right yeah
1: yeah I just feel like that's such a random thing to literally open the issue with
0: It's true that's, if that's you're good not going
1: to involve it in this story and, at all. And
0: will they get a claw in their butt like a stinger? Right. Because that sounds cool. <laughs> so, oh, Moira and Arnab, mm-hmm. the poster couple for mutant destruction, <laughs> are they a threat? Should we be concerned about them? I mean, clearly, we looked at the end of the issue. Yes. They succeed in whatever she's concocted. Yes. Is Arnab truly truly a bad guy or is he being manipulated here?
1: Um, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's a power hungry, fame hungry guy. And Moira is going to use that. Even the way she phrased like you'd be known as the one who saved us from saved everyone from the mutants. Like she's going to use his desire to be famous and to make a name for himself to get what she wants. But I don't think he's outright an evil guy.
0: I would agree with that. Yeah. I I want something cool for him, but I feel like he's just being used as a pawn. Yes. In this. Totally. And it's one of
1: those like you lead by my side, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right. Well,
0: it's essentially Omega Sentinel and Director Devo. It's you know, yeah, yeah, you are in charge of Orcus. You were the one who You made Orcus, my man. Look at you being in charge with Orcus. With
1: my influence.
0: Last question. (laughs) Okay. Year one thousand. Oh god. Is this the future of life ten, or are we revisiting life six?
1: We had this discussion already, <laughs> and I don't know the answer. I feel like it could go either way.
0: I am. Um, I am a staunch supporter of this is the future of life ten B, as we know it currently, because that could change if Technogit is now here. I
1: just don't understand how if you're one thousand. All right. Going back to House of X and Powers of Ten, okay. Year one thousand was the furthest that Moira got, right? Yep. So if that's the furthest that she got, and then she died, she doesn't know any future past that future. So she's saying she's seen this before. She knows how. If she never got past year 1000 before if year 1000 was the most progressed that the phalanx and and the ascendancy like ever came how could she possibly know this future
0: well we don't know the specifics on how the other lives ended we don't know if she ever reached the end state of the phalanx coming but she knows that at the end the phalanx come and so seeing wolverine merged with the phalanx she's essentially taking this as a desperation play on the mutants part to prevent what she assumes now happens. Assumes,
1: assumes. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all assumptions, but she's saying she knows and she's saying she's seen this before. How, when, who, Who did you see it in, Moira? And so then it's like, okay, well, in Life 6, like when Wolverine stabbed her, like, did she really die? Or did she get somehow absorbed into the phalanx because of the habitat or some crazy nonsense? But
0: I feel like, so, okay, so if that happened, then this whole thing wouldn't have happened. The phalanx would just come much earlier. They'd be like, no, we're ready. Or the
1: phalanx just let it happen because they had their little boy warlock up in there and they had access to it the whole time. Yeah, maybe. There's endless possibilities anything could be true
0: that's cool though we
1: never will know until we know if ben percy tells us and if ben percy decides where all of our fate ha- hangs in the decisions of benjamin percy
0: destiny of percy
1: gosh darn it that's it you don't have any more questions
0: that's it do you have any questions for me
1: uh i did not prepare any questions for you but um sucks to suck that's rude as hell. Okay. Um No, I mean just 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 how are you feeling knowing that there's only four issues left, two of each two of each title?
0: Yeah, I've said it a couple times. I was talking about it with Chris at the comic shop. I really enjoy the week to week story. It's one of the things that I love about Krakoa is that I've never felt like, oh, man, I got to wait a month for the next issue of this story. I just got to wait till the next week and I'll get an update on other Krakoan stories. And you just read it like one giant narrative and it's just you get issues every week. It's great. Mm -hmm. I -hmm. keep on referring to them as weeklies, even though they are monthly comics. Right. This, not only it being once a week, but so condensely connected with the narrative that yes you're alternating weeks that you're getting the the one story on one side and the other story on that, but there are connection points and you assume there might be a, a further connection down the road that's just really exciting from a an enjoying a story standpoint wherever your mileage lands on the story itself mm-hmm. that's you know personal influence personal tastes your opinions what you like about it what you question but i am really enjoying the reveals the twists What's being added and just living in this story week to week is a lot of fun.
1: Yes, I agree. I agree and I just feel like every issue packs more and more information in it that there's a part of me that feels like how can we possibly finish each thread in two issues and then I'm like because it's going to be like the most bananas insane four issues ever.
0: Well, and and also knowing that Yes, House of X and Powers of Ten was the the Petri dish that started it all. They essentially needed to. I was actually watching this random video that I found today around when Hoxpox launched and talking yeah. about just Hickman's game-changing plan and, and what he was going to do and essentially just set up a world that they could then build off of. Like he was putting seeds to play with later on, not resolving anything. Even yeah. what, what Ben said in the interview. Like don't break anything. We're just building up. We're just adding in more and more potential to then cross and connect and play with.
1: That's the thing that makes me feel like I'm not going to. I want to. I want this to conclude with some sort of a resolution.
0: I think you'll get some resolution, but you won't get everything resolved. I think there's definitely going to be. You know that this is going to spin into X-Force.
1: Of course.
0: Right, so you know there's going to be something that you're not going to get a full answer on. You're going to get a tease. The whole put a cerebro in a black hole thing, like that'll that'll be like the end and then you'll get Cerebrax, but it's not going to get fully resolved here. It's going to be potentially set up and introduced.
1: I need to get some time travel explanation I or hope. like a data page that gives me the facts. Yeah, the logic the of it all
0: or at least the logic as as we're all playing by, so I know like hey, what what are the rules? Yes, yeah. Basically. Exactly. What are the rules for this here?
1: version of time travel? Yeah. Oi oi yo Well even though all we had to talk about was one physical comic we still went we on. We still talked about it. Yeah. that's uh, good. Yeah, I mean I like having sometimes I really like having one episode to dig into one specific comic because we can get really into it. Yeah. And we're going to get even deeper into it in our Weeks of Wolverine Patreon exclusive. that so, might,
0: might have to be a little late because I'm traveling this week.
1: I know. Well, you'll be back on Tuesday. We'll do it on Tuesday night and yeah. then I'll upload it. So just a little snippet to let you all know, we've started doing these things Weeks of Wolverine where we we dig into these individual books a little bit deeper and I'm creating a, a murder board timeline of sorts to go along with it but um we've been thinking about these things called afterthoughts as being a little bit more of a regular occurrence on our patreon. Um,
0: basically we just want to talk about the comics together more and I we can't do that unless we're recording it and then right, what are we, we gonna feel do with guilty audio? like are...
1: don't talk about this we have to save this for the podcast so we're gonna do them a little bit more frequently. Who knows if they'll be themed? Who knows if they'll just be called afterthoughts? But it's something that's definitely going to carry on after the weeks of Wolverine. So if you're interested in hearing those, they're generally like somewhere between 10 to 20 minutes long. Um, If you're interested in, in hearing those, you should join our Patreon. It's just $3 a month. Just three little dollars, one coffee a month. And you can get some exclusive content right now it's coming out weekly might change to bi-weekly but it'll still be there and um we'd appreciate your support but we also just appreciate you listening to the podcast and joining us every episode so thanks so much for that i don't think we say that often enough so thank you for your support thank you for listening you guys are great yeah Y'all rock
0: what's coming next week
1: I don't know. You are responsible for all the information. I just all say quips. I <laughs> just, I'm just, I'm just, just here, here for, for the, the jokes.
0: <laughs> someone, uh, Michael, Mike commented about, "Oh, I love you guys. Uh, whatever you're doing, don't don't change it. Don't." Uh, and then someone, I don't know what the secret sauce is, but don't change it. And then someone, Eric, uh, commented, a different Eric actually was like, uh, I know what the secret is, and it's get it, get it, Emma, Emma.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, see? We've got a good thing going. It's just, I just say what comes to my mind, and you come to the table with eloquent, thought-out, you know, questions and breakdowns and...
0: Sometimes I think about stupid jokes and you groan at them. And
1: that's how our life together is so magical.
0: Anyway, next anyway, week we will get we will get the teased Devil's Reign X Men number two. Hopefully, Hopefully. You know, unless it. Tricks no, us. no, it's coming. We will get X Lives. 10 Lives of Wolverine number yes, four. you made the mistake now.
1: Keep it in so I don't feel
0: lonely of always calling it the wrong thing. I mean, they're both X-Lives. Still, people call it Powers of X. and okay, you know, You're getting then...
1: saucy. Just, <laughs> just be like, okay, I made a mistake too, Alicia. It's okay. Anyway,
0: <laughs> we're also getting X-Men number nine with <gasps> all that Orcus around the council Ooh. table. And I'll be getting Black Panther number four. Ah, yes. There's a, that was something that came out recently, probably in the last week. Black Panther number six is the cover is Storm vs. T'Challa.
1: I saw that.
0: Yeah, I think I put it in the story, actually.
1: Storm, Storm vs. T'Challa. Some, Some secrets what a revealed, perhaps. That would be Hachi Machi. Well, until next time, old friend. Charles. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Ex-Wife Podcast. Be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends.
0: The Ex-Wife Podcast is produced in Providence, Rhode Island by Alicia and Justin. Our music is by Quan.